Let's play two truths and a lie about prayer. Welcome back. I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast, where we share short, relatable ideas that impact and upgrade our modern day lives. And in this episode, I chat with Sari from that Jewish moment about prayer. We're on to a winner with this one. Let's. Oh, here she is. Hello. Hi, Sari. How are you? Hello. I was going to say good morning, but you're up to something else in England, are you not? We are. Morning was <laughs> a long, long, long time ago. <laughs> it feels like it's a long time ago, but you know, like, you know, those days where you're not quite sure, morning, afternoon, what, what, what are we? So I'll take. Good morning, right? <laughs> I say good morning to everybody, like in the afternoon. I just saying good afternoon to people just feels too formal. So I'll be like, oh, hey, good morning. And it's like four <laughs> o'clock, you know? And then they look at you like, you okay? And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, kind of. Just really, really tired. Who's, but... Who says good evening, you know, or good night? I just, I'm just a good morning person, no matter what time it is. <laughs> uh, are you a morning person? I think I am. I think oh. I am. I like early morning and then really late at night. But in between is, you know, I'm not necessarily a, a person. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme once which said, and we're going to get going in a second. I'm not, um, I'm not a, a morning, but um, um, I'm not a morning bird or an evening owl. I'm a perpetually exhausted pigeon. And I mm. feel like that kind of, it, 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 you know, that pinned me. All right. So firstly, I'm so excited. I know we've been like backwards and forwards a little bit um, about this. I'm excited we're finally getting to do it because I can't wait to hear a little bit more about what you do and about um, your your stuff. So let's just jump right into it. So I know that you were going to start off with two truths and a lie. So throw it's them one at of my me. favorite. It's, it's I, like I don't even see it as a game. I see it as just way of life like my husband and I often at dinner will like we'll say okay let's do two truths in life from our day and we'll be like okay these three things happened on the subway today and only two of them happened um so I have two truths and a lie hold on a second before you start should we open it up to everyone and let everyone else guess as well so maybe we should do like one two three and then let people try and guess in the comments what what number is is the line yeah for sure let's do that I'm going to share three stories um about me specifically relating to prayer okay so when i was in second grade i participated in a national b um, where we had to say the bracha the blessing before and after foods and i was the runner-up okay so number one i was the runner-up of a national bracha b number two is i was in fifth grade and during prayer in the morning i got into trouble um, because I got the giggles and could not stop. And number three is when I was 12 years old. Um, when I turned 12 for my bat mitzvah, I received a silver-plated sidor, a, a prayer book, um, and I used it every single day until I lost it in a hotel one day and have never seen it since. Mm. That's <laughs> tough. Okay, people, let's let let's vote in the comments which one it is because I'm 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 not sure. I'm kind of of. Part of me feels like maybe number one wasn't so true, and part of me feels like number three wasn't so true. Anyone wants to 
Yes, it is a tough. Jessica, you're right. It is tough. <laughs> Two. Oh, it could be. I felt there was so a lot. Just, just to tell you, the lie Hold is on. totally a lie. Like I made up. I to made up every detail. The other two are totally true. I'm going to go with number three then. Yes, number three is the lie. Right. I've never, <laughs> I've never received a silver plated, not yet. So <clears throat> all you gift givers out there, I'm open to it. Definitely open to it. Guess what you're going to get in the mail tomorrow. Yes. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my two truths and a lie out um, at you. And let's see if you can get them. I, they're not as carefully um, curated as them. Okay. So number one is I have taught about 80% of the world. Number two is um, I once ran a half marathon while I was about 25 weeks pregnant. And number three is I got engaged four days after I met my husband. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, what do you mean about the 80%? What does that mean? Are you allowed to ask questions? I'm, I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. Of the rules. <laughs> in, in our in our in our family, you're allowed to grill. So. Oh really? Yes, <laughs> that's the fun part. Coming up with all these lies about our life. Oh, I, I feel like I would not. Um, um, I, I feel like I would flounder under the pressure <laughs> in your house. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you, okay. Uh, Eighty percent of the world. I'm not sure what that means, but. Um, I could see the marathon happening. I'm going to go with number three, not four days. So actually, number one is the line. So oh. we we lived in we lived in Israel and in UK and in Canada, a couple of different places in Canada, and we've toured across uh, um, America. But I haven't done any of the Australia and the, and the Southeast Asia. So yes, Jessica is correct. You are. Um, that was a lie. I have not toured eighty percent. Hopefully. I don't know. One day I will be able to, but for now, not. All right. So I know that you just bought out a book, um, a workbook. Um, it's called My Dubbing Diary, which really, really intrigued me because I think prayer and, and I put this up on my stories. There we go. I always have one nearby. <laughs> for, 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 for times like this or any time, right? Um, when, when, and interestingly enough, when I put it up on on you know prayer is one of the hard things as as a mom I find like you know prayer is kind of hard to teach kids and I was very curious when I put this up as to what the response was but I got a load a load of questions in my stories and I'm I know we're not going to have time to cover it so I'm going to go in my stories later on um, and answer the questions that we don't get a chance to cover it but let me hear from you two truths and a lie about prayer okay um, first I'll say though, that I don't see myself as a, I like to say a sage on the stage. I'm not an expert on prayer at all. Um, rather I see myself as a, a guide on the side. Um, and I use the practices and um, methods that I've used in my own education and also personally in my own prayer. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, I still got my morning voice. Um, so those <laughs> That, that's kind of my premise before saying what I know about prayer, because I'm definitely no prayer expert. Um, but this is what I believe in and what I see to be true um, with, you know, in my students. So I would say my two truths and a lie, and I'll mix them up about prayers. Number one, and in the comments, you have to guess what, which one you think is a lie for me. Um, number one is that there's room for so much room for creativity and imagination within formal prayer. 
So that's number one. So much room for creativity and imagination within formal prayer. Number two is that um, a good way to know God is to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And number three is if you want to keep prayer fresh um, and exciting for you, change up every day what you are saying. So those are the three statements. Again, there's so much room for creativity and imagination within prayer. Number two is um, to know God, get to know yourself. And number three is change up what you're saying in prayer to keep it fresh and exciting. Those are good ones. Really, really good ones. And I think I'm going to use your your family rules about this game. <laughs> I'm going to grill you on them. Okay. Yes, I feel like armed and ready now, right? And I never knew you could do this with this game. So let's, um, um, okay, while, while people who are listening and watching put in the comments what number it is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grill you a little bit. Number one, there is, you said, remind me what it was. It was there's so much room for? Creativity and imagination within formal prayer. Uh, I don't know. Give me an example of how you can bring creativity. I mean, listen, like, um, give us an example of how you could do that. So let's just say, and I'm not saying I've, this is true yet. Um, let's say you are saying um, a certain prayer and you are standing in either a synagogue temple in your home. You don't have to be there necessarily. You can be wherever you put yourself mentally. So you can transform where you are. Um, you could take yourself somewhere else, somewhere that will help you in your concentration and prayer. Interesting. Uh, when, when you say that, it kind of makes me think because um, I recently, I, I, on my podcast, I did a series on morning fu- mindfulness, which basically I went through the 15 morning blessings that we say in the morning, um, you know, thanking God. And, and like, I, uh, disclaimer, I grew up religious, right? So I grew up saying all these prayers. And I'm, you know, I, when I was preparing for the podcast and I was putting it out, it was like, this is amazing. Because yes, there's a simple prayer, for example, about thank you, God, for not making me a slave, right? But you can also think about it like, you know, depends on what's going on in your life, you can actually say, think to yourself, wow, you know, thank you, God, that I have the ability to rise above whatever's um, um, enslaving me in my life. And it's kind of like, I think what I'm getting there from you is that like, it's, it's almost as though the words and whatever language that someone chooses to 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 pray in, right? Whether you're you're fluent enough in Hebrew to pray in Hebrew, or if you're not, and whatever language you're comfortable with, there's like layers of of meaning, so you can read it, but you can also have that creativity and imagination um, to to actually apply it to your life. So, that- truth or lie? Truth or lie? I'm going to go with truth truth and i love the way you said that exactly um there are set words maybe that you are saying in prayer but what they mean and what they apply to is totally unlimited you know where right. you can go yeah okay and it's also, it's also beautiful how how it can like apply to us differently and depending on where we are in our life okay what was number two again i can't remember uh, number two is knowing yourself can help you know god I'm going to go that that one is an untruth. Really? Because I totally believe in it. Okay. So yes. In blow fact, my mind. Go for I it. I will blow your mind. <laughs> um, so actually in this, in my davening diary, there are different questions and prompts to help uh, the readers think about what are your preferences? What makes you say wow in the world? What's a time in your life that you noticed God? Um, what is 
what is your favorite way to pray? Different questions about who you are as a person who prays. And the more introspection you can do and the more light bulbs that go off about who you are, the more that really can help you build your relationship with God. Because prayer is that two-way street and it's, it's you getting to know yourself better. It's you getting to know God and who are you with God and what relationship do you have, what connection. So when people are more self-aware and specifically how it relates to prayer, they can really build and develop and deepen their relationship with God. Right. Uh, yes, I, I like I like what you say. And, and it's, it's, you know, people sometimes ask, like, what's the difference between prophecy and prayer, right? Prophecy is God talking to, to a human being, whereas prayer is a human being talking to God. And it's kind of like, um, I, I think what you're saying is that like any any relationship, I agree with you, Jessica, is deep and well said. Any relationship, the more of ourselves we bring to that relationship, the deeper the relationship is, right? When we, you know, you totally. know yourself, you know, and it's the same in our relationship with um, God. Do you have, I'm going to grill you again because you gave me permission at the beginning. Do you, have, <laughs> do you have like a specific example? I don't know if you could give an ex a, a specific example in your book or something like that, that you want to share with us. Yeah, sure. Um, so there actually, the beginning is divided into a few sections. The first, the first chapter is knowing myself. And the first page has a bunch of strong points like strengths. Um, I don't know, you might see it backwards, but, um, and it says, what are your greatest strengths from the words below circle or highlight the five words that describe you best. And let's say you are a humorous person and let's say you're fearless and self-confident. The next page has you think about how can you connect those? How can those be helpful in prayer? So God has given us each a set of strengths. How can we use those to become better people? And how can we use those even to become better at prayer? So I set an example at the beginning when I had the giggles when I was younger. Um, so maybe it took me time to figure out how to use my sense of humor. And now, as strange as it might sound, I use my sense of humor in my relationship with God all the time. Um, and then later on in the book, there are, you know, the daily questions, it's, something I need help with from God today, an area in my life in which I notice God. When we start opening our eyes to God in our lives and who we are and how we benefit from that, um, it really goes a long way. Amazing. I love it. Your book sounds absolutely amazing. All right, what was number three? The last one was, I said, if you want to keep um, prayer fresh, change up what you say. Um, and this kind of relates to my first truth, I think there's so much room for creativity, even in the rote and what seems like monotonous. It's, you know, it seems, it might seem boring and tedious to say the same things every single day, but that's where there's so much room for growth and creativity because you are saying the same things every day. How can you put a new spin? When you say Modani in the morning, if you do, thanking God for um, being alive and waking up, what, how are you different today than you were yesterday? What, how can you keep that fresh even though it's the same exact words. So I don't think we need to change the words. Pray what you pray and say what you say. Um, but how are you different? How is your heart different? How is your mindset different? Right. And, and I think also, you know, um, as, as uh, look, there's two types of prayers, right? There's the, the formal prayer that, you know, with the same words every single day. And there's an informal prayer where you can talk to God any time of the day. But I think let's be real, right? There are days where, you know, you feel it and you want to talk to God and you feel that connection. And then there are many other days when you're not. And when you have that text, right, that you can pull open and you have those words, it's kind of like instead of having to recreate it, you've got those words and you can read through it. And sometimes they spark something. And sometimes they, 
they may not, but there's still like the value in in, in it. And and you know, like uh, as you said, I, I really I really love what you said. This this has been really really amazing. And and um, I, you know, you obviously guide on the sides, whatever you want to call it, stage on the <laughs> on the stage. You've right. you've obviously done a lot of work about uh, on prayer, right? And and it's it's beautiful that you're you're bringing that out and and sharing it with all of us because it's it's life life is busy life can get tough and you know having that connection and having that ability to pray is is something that we can really really hold on to this one of the most fascinating things i once heard about prayer was that there was a, a medical study that was done on on people in hospital that were prayed for and they you know um they did a control group of people that were prayed for and people that weren't prayed for and this was a medical study this is not a religious study and they found that the people that were prayed for did better and they even did like you know you know the the double blind study where the people didn't know that they were being um, prayed for so that the you know the placebo effect was was ruled out but it's just amazing how like prayer actually works and and besides what what you're talking about is like that introspection and the deep work that we can do within ourselves it's also that connection with the divine so it's it's i love that you're bringing it and making it accessible accessible for the people a couple of questions about your book if you don't mind who who what age is it geared for so it's such an interesting question that's the question i probably get most and originally the cover said um a daily journal with prompts and activities to help kids get into a prayer mindset and i had tens of colleagues uh, review it people from all uh, backgrounds educators and clergy members and they suggested not to write kids. And I actually have had a few adults reach out to me that they've been using it in their own personal prayer. So I had in mind ages eight to 13, but everything I make, I, I, I'm, I identify as a like permanently 11 year old person. Like <laughs> I kind of have stopped, you know, my maturity. I, I am just 11 and all the worksheets, games, activities that I put out there is really for, it's just me. It's just me putting out what I love which often reaches, you know, eight to 13 year olds. Um, but I have a number of adults who are using it personally um, and also high school teachers who plan to use it with their students. So it's for the young at heart. Um, it's an illustrated book uh, with different prompts and activities. Um, so if you, if anyone, you know, wants to see a preview, you can send me a DM and I'll send you a preview of the book to see if it's your type. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you so much. Is there anything... You wish I would have asked, but I didn't. No, but when you said you were you were explaining about saying the same things every day, and sometimes we tune out, sometimes we don't. My favorite season, and I, I haven't been to England yet, so I don't know if you have the same seasons that we do in terms of autumn. It's just so beautiful. And there are times when I'm going on the highway, and I only realize at the end, shoot, I forgot to pay attention to the leaves because I love the trees. I really do. And there are some times that I'm on the highway and just like, I'll get to my destination. I'm like, oh, hey, I don't remember driving. Did I, t I don't, how did I get here? Because I'm just so in my head. But when I can pull myself out and kind of refocus, that same highway can be so breathtaking. So that's kind of how I see prayer. Yep. Yep. It's true. It is true. And we, when, we, when we're mindful about it, it's, we can get so much out of it. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Did this episode resonate with you? I'd love to hear. You can get in touch with me. I'm on Instagram. It's Gila Ross. Thank you for your time. And I wish you a wonderful day. And please take a moment to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out.
Thank you.